League of Beers podcast. I am Rob Haynes. Each month, right here, we explore the League of Beers monthly mix case, guiding you on a taste journey into the growing world of craft beer. We sample all six beers and hopefully give you some useful insights into each one. I'm keen to get going. I think I need my first beer. It's about four o'clock. Join us. It's Rob here, and it's the month of November, and I have a special guest for our month of November, Miss Kelly Hitchcock, or Miss Hitchcock, as she's famously known on Instagram. Kelly has asked us if we can tell her what to buy for her boyfriend for Christmas, and what we would most highly recommend would be a League of Beers monthly mixed case, or even a subscription to the mixed case. Now, Kelly, being a lover of beer, having spent some years in Belgium when she was younger, was still a little bit suspicious because she wasn't quite sure what it is that we have to offer. So I thought, well, here's a great opportunity. Why don't we bring Kelly in here? And let's take her through what the tasting is, because the whole point of every mixed case each month is to do a tasting. And so we'd run Kelly through the tasting, then ask her questions, give her insight and advice, and she can tell us afterwards what she thinks all the way through. So Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cool. Thanks for joining us. So tell us about your beer background. What was the first beer you remember drinking? I remember drinking a Belgian white beer. I can't remember what it was called. Cool. Um, When I was about 10 years old. (laughs) <laughs> when I lived in Belgium, Stop tasting my dad's beer and my mom's beer. And I thought you got quite rosy cheeks for your age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember really enjoying that. And then since then, just always tasting beers wherever I was. Cool. Well, I mean, we've got some Belgian beers here for you today. So it's, I'd, I'd like to say you could discover a world of craft beer, but you've discovered some already. But hopefully you won't know these because it's Belgian-style beers, but they're from the Netherlands. Um, and your best beer memory of all time? Wow. Oh. That's a hard one. Uh, a standout, great beer memory. Sure. Um, probably doing the CBC beer tasting at the, the brewery there and just being talked through it. The guy really was excellent and really learned a lot. So that really stands out for me. Cool, that's awesome. CBC are good friends of ours. All right. Um, without further ado, let's start working our way through the beers and we can see what you think. But uh, clearly we have an expert in our midst because I promise you I was not be- drinking Belgian Vit beers at the age of 10. So I might be mildly intimidated by this current guest, but uh, let's, see how, let's see if I can hold my own. Um, the current the tasting order is put together almost by brand, um, but I'm going to fix that going forward. I actually like to put the tasting order in the order of how I think you should taste the beer. And that's always just like wine, just like cheese, just like chocolate. You want to go from lightest all the way up to strongest. I'm sure an aficionado like yourself will know this kind of thing quite easily. So uh, generally, the lighter style beers are a lager, and we have the brand new Devil's Peak lager, and it is one damn light lager. <laughs> For Devil's Peak, who are known for their big hoppy beers, they've gone right the other way, direction and they made something very light, crisp, easy, refreshing. Um, reminiscent of your big beer thirst-quenching lagers, because that's what they're wanting to do right here. The goal is to quench your thirst. So let's see if it quenches our thirst. I'm going to pour you a little bit. Devil's Peak lager. So pull it up, and the first thing you're going to notice is it's super clear. Now before I say too much, I've got our sound engineer there in the background having his sip, sipping his way through the tasting league. The reason you took this job, um, Kelly, let me know what you think of this beer. What are you picking up on? It's quite light and fruity. Um, getting some, some notes of a bit of lychee maybe on the nose. 
and a bit of honey. Jeez, you, you crazy perceptive. That's that's a lot you're picking up on. So like th- this this beer anyway. I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot because I thought I would like being intimidated by you. I thought I'd give you the most difficult beer to start with, but uh, this uh, this this Star Devil's Peak Lager. It's uh, it's low in overall flavour because it's meant to be as light and as easy going as possible. But I'm pretty impressed with what you picked up already. Um, there there's definitely are elements of of a fruity kind of flavour coming through from the malt. So I've served it to you warm, which seems insane, especially in the South African climate. But the whole point of that is it does bring out a lot more flavor of the beers. So if we want to give the maximum viewpoint to or ear point to our customers, this is the way to go. And clearly it's worked quite well because you picked up on some things that I'm struggling to pick up on, which is probably because you're more perceptive than me. <laughs> All right. Um, let's head on to the next one, guys. Put that one back. That was the sound of the stand-even African Pale Ale. And because it's warm, it's gushing slightly. But that's not the beer's fault. That's our fault because it's warm. Just pouring you a little bit there. Um, so the African Pale Ale is a very cool style because what they were going for is generally American Pale Ales are one of the f- best-selling types of craft beer in the world. And a lot of the ingredients that we use in South Africa, we tend to use German malts and we tend to use a lot of English and Belgian and American yeasts, and we tend to use a lot of American hops, right? So what the goal was with this was to make a parallel that's completely African. So all the ingredients are completely South African, um, hops grown in George, um, malt, uh, or the malted barley from Caledon, yeast cultivated in South Africa, and as I say, what you get is the African parallel. Now that I've told you about the beer, Kelly, what are your thoughts on this one? definitely got a bitter after notes yeah um, yeah it's it's interesting it's tasty I don't know how many of these I could drink um, it does seem quite big but I think that's also because we, we try it warm but nice colour hey kind of like a a light pale amber almost yeah yeah I get a kind of a it's almost like a slight chocolatey type of caramel something I'm picking up. I don't ever get that. Yeah, I'm getting the, the caramel. Yeah. Interesting. And there's like a, there's a fruity note, but I also can't put my finger on it. I would almost say I'm getting more of a kind of a, almost get like a lychee caramel with this one. Hmm. Mm, that's good. Nice. Okay. So, let's uh, get ready to open the next one. Just love the sound of the beer opening. So what I'm pouring for you right now is the best black gold from Stand Even. And as I'm pouring this, we're in the League of Beers testing facility and we've pulled out Kelly from her normal duty in customer service to help us with this tasting while the HR manager is walking right past us, or HR director. So Kelly could be getting herself into a whole lot of trouble right now. <laughs> yes, the, the, the queen of all HR and people. <laughs> um, nice so as you can tell it's a, an open area everyone comes past to taste their beer and uh, it's kind of like the League of Beers tasting facility is like the place you go where you taste a lot of beers and everyone knows your name so we're on to the Stand Even Best Black Gold so the first beer we had is the Stand Even Africa Pale Ale well from Stand Even and now we're on to the Best Black Gold Stand Even is part of our 
Part of our journey into the discovery of craft beer, we decided to head out to Natal, and you would have seen in the tasting video, Greg and Carl were in the, the rolling valley of a thousand hills, although it was very overcast, and it looked like there was one hill in the valley of a thousand hills. Um, but yeah, these guys have been going for a couple of years, family brewery, brewing arts, um, in the same region where there are a couple of other little breweries around there, so you've almost got like a little bit of a beer trail. Um, Sean, the brewmaster, is fanatically passionate about brewing great beer, and uh, this one is almost a, it's a toast to South Africa, so let's give a go through this. Your, your thoughts, Kelly, our tasting expert. I'm getting a strong, smoky, almost like a barbecue kind of flavor on the nose. Okay. And I don't generally like a dark beer, but this is really tasty. It's going down well. Um, mm. Also getting that smoky, sweet barbecue, like a sticky chicken wing or something yeah, yeah, yeah. on the, the palate. Well, yeah. um, and, and do you get any kind of chocolate or coffee notes? Maybe a hint of coffee. Okay. Aftertaste. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of that. So interesting thing to take, in, take into account, right? When, you, when brewing ales, um, you brew the ale with the yeast at like a warmer temperature, and that also, the heat extracts more flavors. This is a lager, and this is also why it feels lighter on your palate. It's a lot kind of lighter and easier going. And generally lagers are like that. They're made to be clear, crisp, dry, refreshing type of beers, and which is why it's also early on in our tasting. All right, um, let's move on to the next one. Bottoms up. We now have um, in front of us the Innocent Gun Bourbon Dark, Bourbon Cask, Bourbon Dark Cask. So Innocent Gun, you guys in the Tasting League will be quite familiar with this. Now just a quick little aside, our Tasting League, uh, Kelly, do, are you familiar with the Tasting League? Yes, I am. Okay, excellent. So what do you know about the Tasting League? Well, if you hashtag the Tasting League on Instagram, you can get entered into a a draw for some prizes. There we go. A thousand Rand voucher from League of Beers. That sounds great. Beer money. <laughs> Are you going to take part next month? Definitely. Cool. Okay, Kelly, you're our next Tasting League um, participant. You can do it with this case because you'll, you'll have a bit more experience than the rest of the people because you've gone through it. So the Innocent Gun Bourbon Cask, Innocent Gun beers have been very popular in our Tasting League. These are a Scottish brewery and they're big on um, wood or oak conditioned beers. So this, this brings out a lot more vanilla, kind of woody flavors in a lot of their beers and brings a lot more complexity. Uh, this particular one is on, they used old bourbon barrels. So you'll notice when you're tasting it right now that it's got this kind of sweet, kind of rich corn type of flavor with a bit of vanilla, with a little bit of a kind of a caramel, all coming through in this kind of dark, relatively rich beer. Um, yeah, as I say, I see, I see this one being another hit on the tasting league. And... As we are done with that, I'm not going to ask you too much about the, the details of our notes because I've gone and said everything. Let's uh, move on to the La Trappe Pure. So I've kind of broken the rules there. I went into like a very big strong beer because I kind of thought we could leave the, the best for last for you because being a fan of Belgian beers. So the La Trappe Pure, which I do not know very well as a beer style. I'm very interested to hear what your thoughts are on the flavor notes. Let me pour for you very quickly over there. Okay, so Kelly, being the Belgian expert, I'm handing this one right over to you. Take it away. <laughs> well, I really like the light sort of honey colour of, mm. this, of this beer. It's very clear and filtered. And getting quite a citrusy smell on the nose. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. 
and it's got a, a great finish, quite a bit of um, dry finish. Yeah. Um, I could drink a lot of these on a hot day. Yeah, definitely. Almost, I think I've, I've not, it's some kind of tropical fruit. I don't know if it's like a, a grapefruit or like a lemon kind of flavor that's coming through. I'm getting the citrus. Um, yeah. Perhaps even a bit of gooseberry or... Gooseberry. You said like my grand. Gooseberry. <laughs> Goosey <Goosebury>. gooseberries. <laughs> um, now, the, these guys brewing out in the Netherlands. These are, this is one of the first La Trappe beers. Now, so some of you will remember, also from the Tasting League, we did the Urtel a couple of months ago. And the same guy brings out Urtel, brings out La Trappe because they're connected as brewers. La Trappe is one of the, one of the few uh, designated Trappist breweries. Now, Trappist breweries is the highest designation of a type of brewery that you can have. So in France, you have things like the Appellation de Controle, which is for things like um, wine quality. And in the same way, I think a good way of explaining it is champagne, right? So you can only make champagne in champagne. You can make sparkling wine or method capital seek in South Africa. But for something to be designated champagne, it has to be made in the champagne region um, from champagne soil or well, grown in champagne soil with the right grapes. There's a certain combination of grapes that they use. Uh, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and I think it was Viennier. Um, don't give me, please don't quote me if I've got that wrong. The third one, I'm not sure of. But the, my point is Trappist beers is very much the same thing. So this is brewed in a real monastery by real monks this is like the real deal when you think of that real Belgian real deal beer La Trappe is what it's all about I just made a La Trappe burp there I hope that didn't get come on air <laughs> there's a lot of uh, gas that these uh, monks create um, yeah so their, their brewing methods their brewing style are, is hundreds of years old and this last particular bit of interest of this um, brewery is it's the only Trappist brewery in the Netherlands so traditionally all the Trappist breweries were in Belgium where you spent some years growing up but this one is in the Netherlands. And as we finish off this case, I've just poured for you right now the La Trappe um, Witte Trappiste, right? And Kelly being the, the Wit beer expert, take us away with your thoughts around this particular Wit beer. Mm, I think it's, it's really great. It goes down really easily. Um, put a couple of these on ice and sit outside on the grass. Yeah. And they'll go, go down really well. Nice, but that's, that's a good way of talking about a wit beer. So wit beers make great, flavoursome session beers. And it's like uh, the f- most famous wit beer in the world is probably Hoogarden. So a lot of people have travelled would, would have tried that. And that's a good way of thinking about it. And generally with these wit beers, I mean, you get, unlike a vice beer, because the wit beer is like the Belgian version of vice beer, you don't get this heavy banana and uh, clove. You, I don't know if you're picking up on that coriander right now. And um, a little bit of a, a citrusy kind of a lemon vibe coming through. Yeah, I'm getting that. Cool. Actually, in, in Belgium, they add a bit of, sometimes they add a bit of lemon grenadine. Yes, type yes. Of, um, cordial into, into the... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know um, they, they often, they brew them with orange peels as well. Yeah. It's actually, I think more of the, the women tend to go with that little bit of sweetness yes. into their beer. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, it's quite a, a chick thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that also when they put the slice of lemon on top of it as well. Yeah. Kind of like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, well, I hope you've enjoyed the, the Belgian beers. I hope you've enjoyed the Scottish beers and the Durban beers and the Cape Town beers and our world of craft beer. I hope you've enjoyed this monthly mix case. Um, looking forward to competing in the Tasting League great. over this next month. And uh, hopefully this will be a great case for you to get for your boyfriend and maybe you'll subscribe from there. Otherwise, we will see you on the Tasting League and I'll see you at work. <laughs> we'll great. be tasting again soon. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. Cool. All right. Cheers.